Hello. You're listening to Mock Footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning. Hello, listener. Welcome back. Oh, oh. does it feel good, Ray, to have had a little rest? Yeah, I'm I know, so sleepy. I know that we're in real life haven't had actually a rest, but let's pretend we're podcast us right now and we've been asleep for two weeks there's, instead of one week. There's sand in my eyes, Mr. Sandman. Mr. Sandman. Give me a cup of coffee. Send me a sand. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that song. My name is Joseph Langlois. And this week we are watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My name is Ray Giroso and uh, manhole covers. But more importantly, I'd like to welcome everybody to Mock Footage Resurrection. <laughs> you jerk! No, it's not special. We just we just took a little nap. It's nothing's new. <laughs> nope, absolutely nothing has changed. Um, except that we do have some alien blood inside of us now. That's true. That like you know what? That's just true. So I think mock footage resurrection is probably an apt title <laughs> for for just this one for this batch of episodes. This uh, next batch of fifty. Oh no. <laughs> That's a lot of blood. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood. Since I know you've never seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'm I'm not sure how familiar you are with it in general. Mm-hmm. But we are talking the original movie. In 1990. Sure. Yeah, 1990. Sounds good. Uh, what do you know about it? Um, I know that Jakey's D, Jakey D's parents are fed up with Jakey not taking care of his four pet turtles in New York. So his father, P. Shrafton, sneaks off to get rid of the turtles. P. Wait, I'm sorry. P. Shrafton? Yes. Like cat, like le- the letter P in last name Shrafton? Yes. Okay. okay. Um, and while he's out on the streets uh, at night, he gets scared by a passing police car. And he drops the box of turtles into a manhole. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, that's that, I guess. And then he just <laughs> goes... Um, but the turtles land in toxic waste because that's what's underneath New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are picked up by a big shadow of a rat, which we le- later learn is Master Splinter. Um, and then 14 years later, the turtles love pizza and they're teenagers <laughs> and they're being trained by Master Splinter in the art of the ninja. Okay. Okay. Um, wait, there's more. <laughs> okay, I, I gotta say, like, so far, like, like, like that, especially that last sentence, you're, like, dead on, you're right, but the way you presented it was very funny, so that's why I'm laughing, okay? <laughs> because I'm 90% sure it's right, but also, is it? Um, so, he teaches them the art of the ninja, and they hone their powers, and they become heroes of New York, uh, and at the end of the movie, they kill Master Shredder because he killed Master Splinter. Okay, that when happened. does so when does Master Shredder kill Master Splinter? Um about halfway through the movie, um Master Splinter is very against the turtles going up to the surface and like fighting burgles and uh other bad folk. 
Right. Uh, and he comes up, and that just happens to be when uh, Master Shredder comes, and they're mortal enemies also. Okay. Um, they're both rats. Don't tell anyone. Shredder's a rat. Shredder's a rat, but he's a <laughs> he's always hid, hiding behind his mask, and he's also a millionaire. Okay. <laughs> okay. We learned in the sequel that that uh, Master Splinter and Master Shredder were actually P. Shrafton's pet rats when he was a child. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta make it out of that. I gotta no. make it out of that. No, you don't. Um, I gotta say, like, I'm not super familiar with TMNT lore. I know that I know a little bit more than you, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know what's right and what's wrong. But I do know something, and <laughs> you real, you had this realization before we started recording. But I would like you to tell me who the turtles are, but I need their names, uh-huh. I need the colors of their masks, and I need their weapons. Their masks? I thought they were... Bi- no, they're masks, right? Okay. What did you think they were, right? Bandanas? Well, yeah, yeah. Mask-danas? Mask-danas. Okay. So, there's four of them. There is... Okay, they're all named after Renaissance men. Yes, that's a fact. We got... Leonardo, named after Leonardo da Vinci, and he okay. has red and a sword, a ninja sword. Okay. Uh, you got Mikey Michelangelo. Uh, he's blue and has shurikens. <laughs> uh, we got Raph Raphael, uh, and he's purple and has kunai, two of them. Okay. And then we got Donatello for Donatello, and he's got orange and nunchucks. And that's my best guess for the turtles. <laughs> okay. You, I mean, there's definitely, none of them are right. <laughs> if I can get a 75 overall, I'll be happy. You got all the names. Do you know what the personalities of any of these turtles are like? Um, Leo's the leader. Leo the leader. Um... Leo the red mask with the sword. Yeah. Uh, Raphael is lazy. Okay. Um, Donatello is the biggest pizza fan. Okay. Um, And I just realized this is live action. Sorry. (laughs) Wait. Oh, no. (laughs) Live action turtle suit people. They are turtle suit people. They are scalies. I'm sorry. I'm reeling right now. Um, And Mikey... (laughs) Is like the most, like, uh, the most similar to Master Splinter. And he, and he's always like, ah, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you love those single character traits that I Yeah, gave no, up? I mean, that's, that's, you, you're pretty good. You got it. Uh, what, what are some other side characters? Like, we have, we have the four boys. And we we have, have Master Splinter, who dies, and we have Shredder. Mm-hmm. Who is defeated at the end of the movie? Defeated, but not. I said but killed, killed, but I don't think he's killed. I no, think he. Okay. We think he dies, but he comes back in the sequel. Okay. Um. Yeah. Are there are there any other side characters? Um, I mean, we know there's got to be a girl. Right? There's a news reporter girl. What's her name? Lisa. Lisa. Lisa Flanagan. Lisa Flanagan. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. News reporter. Is there anything particular that sticks out about her style or, or anything about her character? Um, yes, she is actually friends with the turtles. 
but she's friends with the turtles. She's friends with the turtles, but doesn't like tell everyone about their secrets and where they live. She's very she's a confidant. What color does she wear? Beige. <laughs> <laughs> I just see her in like a trench coat the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, beige is the color. Hmm. Do you know any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle music? Oh, that's right. They all play instruments. Also. <laughs> yeah, they do. There's a there's a like a sequence where they play like in a band, right? Mm, yep. And what got... are the instruments they're playing? So Leo's on the guitar, right, Mikey's obviously. the lead singer, and he's on second guitar. Okay, on rhythm. Uh-huh. Um, and then we got... Or bass, sorry. Oh, he's on bass? Okay. Yes. <laughs> second guitar. I, I was just like, okay, yeah, rhythm, sure. <laughs> um, uh, Raphael's on drums, and Donatello's on guitar. Okay. Um, and they play... Parodies of the beach, the beast, the beachy, the beach boys, the beastie boys, the beastie boys. So, like, what what song comes to mind? Um, I I should have chosen a band that I knew songs from. I feel like I feel like there's one obvious. Cho- well, uh, here, let me let me reel it back. Where does this take place? New York. New York. So there's a beastie boys song that I know you know. That I think fits what we're ta- what we're talking about here and what we're doing here. Is it is it about New York? Is it I love New York? No, I'll send it to you. Okay, I'm like, do I actually know? Oh no, oh no, this has big turtle energy. Yeah, I want you to sing a little bit of it. Oh oh, no sleep till Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> Um, and the, but the name of the song by the the turtles is "No Sleep Till Pizza." Mm, mm-hmm. Even though they are in New York, and not changing it would have been fine. Or is it "No Pizza Till Brooklyn"? No pizza till Brooklyn. They can't. They can't have pizza until they get to Brooklyn. Which of the turtles is your favorite? Um, Raphael, because he has two kunai, and also. I don't remember what character trait I gave him, but he's also he, wacky. The lazy one. He's he's lazy and wacky. Yeah. Raphael is lazy and wacky. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Everyone's um, always like Raph. I, I, okay, so we have a we have the BC Boy sequence. Is there? Do you know any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like theme songs? There are there are a few you could go for. That are like specifically TMNT songs. Um, there's a oh god, all I can think of is the Inspector Gadget theme song, except that they're saying Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles instead. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know any music from the Turtles. What if I said Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I thought you made that up. Would that do anything for you? <laughs> no, but I thought you made that up because you've sang those words before to me. Uh, what, if, what if I said, turtles count it off. One, two, three, four, turtles. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no? I have very minimal turtle knowledge. What's the, what's the most iconic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pun? 
Pun? Yeah. Kawabunga. <laughs> no, that's not a pun, but I'm glad that you said that. Yes. But, but that's important. the one, the, the, the important scene where they throw a cow at Master Shredder. Yeah. No, that's that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any other cool TMNT villains that, that come to mind? Any, 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 just one more villain. One more There's, villain that isn't Shredder. Um, there is a, a lizard friend who wanted to become the honorary fifth uh, turtle, uh-huh. but he got jealous of the, the brotherly bond and turned evil. Okay. And he wears a black mask. What's no. his name? Hold on, let me look up some renaissance. Some renaissance guys? Yeah, hold on. Voltaire. <laughs> no. <laughs> his name is Lorenzo. No, his name's Giovanni. Giovanni. It's Giovanni. Poor, poor Giovanni. Poor Giovanni. If only he let love into his heart. He was such a big fan. Yeah. Well, um, it's it's... It can only go to show how that can get twisted into something dark. That's true. Did I just make the Incredibles? Yeah, Ray. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's that's an Incredibles plot line, isn't why it? Why don't you Why don't you save your notes so that we can <laughs> use those again when we do the Incredibles? Um. <laughs> all right, I think we're good. It's been short, but I, I feel like we got a lot of good stuff in there. I do need to ask you what your favorite line. From this movie, is. I mean, it's, it can't be Kawabunga. It can't, no. or can. Uh, uh, it, no, it can't the, be. Kawabunga. That's the favorite catchphrase. Yeah. Um, favorite quote is uh, an exchange between Raph and Donatello, where they're like fighting a ghost, and they'd be like, "Man, we really need to do that crossover with the Ghostbusters, huh?" <laughs> it's just kind of an offshoot, like a little, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Ray, I'm excited to watch this movie. I think it's time for us to take a popcorn break and watch it. I think that we're going to have a shell of a time. You stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that one, and I'm angry. Hey, folks, you know what time it is. It's time for me to read some words from our sponsors. And for right now... That, of course, means that I'm going to be telling you about a couple of the other shows here on Lunar Light Studio, our podcast family. First off, I'm going to take the opportunity to tell you about Ending Pending. Ending Pending is a podcast where your hosts, Andy, Evan, and Ronnie, discuss television shows that never got the ending they deserved because they only lasted for a single season. Ending Pending goes episode by episode to find out what's working, what's not working, and where it all went wrong. How exactly did Marvel do such a bad job with the Inhumans? Is Selfie the best show ever? And how come so many vampire shows get cancelled after just one season? New episodes of this show are available every Wednesday on EndingPending.com and Lunar Light Studio. Ending Pending. Is it working for you? Oh yeah. I love, I love saying that part. <laughs> um, and the other show that I am happy to tell you about today is Comradical. Comradical ha- is making its great return. It was on hiatus for a little while, um, but they are coming back bigger, better, and stronger than ever. Uh, and what they'd like me to tell you starts like this. Have you ever looked around yourself only to see how the world is shaped and broken by the whims of capital and the lasting legacy of colonialism? And thought to yourself, gee whiz, this sure could be better. 
Well then, boy howdy, do I have the podcast for you. It's Comradical, the lighthearted, educational, and leftist podcast about socialism and you. Whether you're a baby lefto who feels like you want to learn the basics, or an anti-fascist freedom fighter, Comradical has something for everyone. So join us, comrade, as we teach you how to seize the means and stay comradical. You, you say, well, thank you, Ray, for watching this movie with me. I had a shell of a time. Oh, Kawabunga, dude. Kawabunga, dude. How did you feel about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ray? I don't know if I have a lot to say about this movie, but it was a fun a fun adventure. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, a fun I, time. It existed. It happened, and I enjoyed it. Do you want me to repeat it? I can't remember anything. I, I, let's, we, we can... Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I'll, I'll end the conversation when we're done. But, um, let's start with a quick plot synopsis. Um, Master Splinter... A uh, human-sized rat is taking care of his human-sized turtle adopted sons and teaching them in the way of ninja. And also, there has been a recent crime spree in New York City. And the ninjas are vigilantes and try to stop some of this crime. And the crime is springing up from the Foot Clan, which... Basically, uh, one evil dude named Master Shredder is gathering up the dregs of society, people that feel like they've been rejected by their own families, and gathering them up and telling them that this is their new family and they can do whatever they want. They've got kids in there like smoking and drinking and playing pool and, you know, whatever. And... uh and then also brainwashing them to say, this is your family. And then once they've then been in there long enough, they start training them to become foot soldiers. So it's pretty devious. And Splinter is captured right around the same time that the Turtles make friends with April O'Neil, the news reporter, and Casey Jones, another vigilante in the city. And then the rest of the movie is basically the Turtles trying to um, get their heads right and rescue Splinter and defeat the Foot Clan. And they are able to do that with the the bonds of family that they have solidified during the movie, I guess. And they they grow as ninja. That's that's the plot. Um and then and then at the end, Master Shredder falls off a building into a garbage truck and Casey Jones turns him into garbage paste by by crushing him in the garbage truck. <laughs> Accidentally. <laughs> Accidentally. He says, oops. <laughs> In a brutal death. A very brutal death. <laughs> so uh. that's that's the plot. Um, pretty, pretty dang straightforward. Most of what the movie is is just silly jokes. It's just silly jokes, half of which I did not understand. Half of which went over my head, but were still charming. <laughs> yes. It was the deliveries. I'm like, oh, this was funny. Yeah, it's it's wild how like how much stuff in this movie like holds up remarkably well and how much of it does not hold up at all. Mm-hmm. Like Casey Jones' entire character, there's even a line April says specifically, he's like a 9-year-old boy in a man's body. He's like rife with toxic masculinity mm-hmm. and um 
homophobia and he's like bad in a lot of ways. Uh, like he needs to do a lot of work. I, I'm not going to say he's bad, but he needs to do a lot of work. Um, uh-huh. And the movie is aware of that because April has that line saying as much, but it also doesn't seem to actually think it's a problem, <laughs> which is kind of annoying. You know what I really liked? Sure. I really like the turtle costumes. Yeah. I really like the, the dubbing of the voices over mm-hmm. it. It felt very good. And the dubbing of the... Because if you're looking at the acting of the fight scenes and the choreography, all of the punches look so soft and mm-hmm. like awkward, but the fully and- brings in the believability. There was one moment where they didn't even the punch didn't even connect and I and you heard the punch I'm like yeah it's fine yeah it's fine <laughs> I it didn't even take me out of the immersion it's so goofy yeah it's not meant to be taken too seriously I don't yeah. think yeah but there is still some serious stuff in there there's like like especially Raphael's little arc it's more important to the first half of the movie but Raphael like the movie starts off kind of focused on Raph mm-hmm. and like the fact that he is kind of dangerous because he is he has a lot of pent up rage and he's like angry that he and the turtles will never really be fully accepted by society because they're turtles um and he kind of it becomes a little bit insular because of that and it's it, he's kind of a ticking time bomb because of that but um he kind of gets through that a little bit in this movie and and is able to to grow, and it, it's not really brought up again after that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a it's it was a big deal. And I remember when I watched this movie as a kid, I didn't like Raph because of how angry he was. But having become an adult and known what it's like to be angry with myself and shut people out because of that, I had a much deeper appreciation for him. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, he got a lot of characterization. Uh, I really enjoyed Master Splinter as a grounding force in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, who was the most like normal character out of everyone, including April and Casey. A- yeah. April was still like a little out there. She was. They like they were all character like characterizations. Like Casey was like like okay like. It- it was like they took tags or, or like specific descriptors and like that's your character. Like you you are uh greasehead and you like sports and you are kind of a man child. Okay? That's Casey Jones. And then April is like tough and uh fun loving and and caring. But like but like her apartment she she takes the turtles in and then her like not 24 hours later her par- apartment gets broken into by like 20 guys and totally trashed and then the antique store that she runs in memory of her father in the basement uh gets set on fire and her whole life gets burned up and also she gets fired during that sequence and she doesn't react to it at all. Yeah. yeah, the most we get out of it is a fight between her and Casey because Casey was trying to tell her that she got fired. Yeah, and she shoots the messenger. 
Yeah, exactly. And, like, I really wanted a scene where she just broke down because mm-hmm. her entire antique store in memory of her father got destroyed. Her entire but- life went, like, was, like, smoke in an instant. And she just, like, it water off a duck's back. She's like, I got my turtle friends now. It's I got my turtle friends. I got my family's farm that I've never been to in 30 yeah. years. It's fine. <laughs> As for the turtles, I wish I had... I wish I could remember their names and <laughs> mask colors still. So I... I can never do it! I remembered... Donatello was my favorite for a long time. I think he probably still is my favorite. Is that purple? Um, is that orange? Purple. It's purple okay. and he's kind of... I mean, they're all kind of the the outcasts in certain ways, but like he's, he's definitely the nerdy brother. Like... Mm-hmm. And the well, the reason that he's my favorite is because of the NES game, the Nintendo Entertainment System uh, TMNT game, because Donatello had the highest health pool, like he had the highest defense, <laughs> and uh, I liked his weapon the best. He had the bow staff, so <laughs> was, he had the bow that was, staff. That's that's why I liked him. Okay. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey always feels like the youngest to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what their ages are. Yeah, Mikey just, it, Mikey is the carefree pizza friend. Yes, he is the carefree pizza friend who I think you put onto Raph instead, which is yeah. very funny. Oops, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And then we got Leonardo, who's the who's who's Splinter, who's like Splinter the most, the grounding. Not yeah, leader. after Splinter leaves. I, I thought it was interesting because in the first half of the movie, Leo's much more carefree and like kind of mm-hmm. fits in with the turtles more. But after Splinter gets taken, he becomes much more like, I've got to take time to meditate. He becomes much more serious. Mm-hmm. He steps into that leader role. Yeah. Which they they, they bring up that mm-hmm. he, he they always viewed him as a leader and he didn't want that per se. Yeah. And he has a fight with Raph, which was very intense. And then Raph almost dies. Yeah. And they they make up, and it's a very very good uh, forgiveness scene. Yeah. Which is interrupted by uh, Donatello saying it's a Kodak moment. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a lot of inserts like that. A lot that I of think a lot of really cheese. Good. A lot of cheese. Like at the end of the movie when Shredder has Leo at his mercy and he's like, I'm gonna kill him. All you turtles throw like get get rid of your weapons or I'm gonna kill him. And so then all the other turtles get rid of their weapons because they don't want his br- their brother to die. And then uh he's like, You're fools. Now I'm really gonna kill him and now you're all doomed. And he like gets ready to shove his spear into Leo. And then we hear like a wind noise uh-huh. and Splinter's on the roof. And that's what interrupts him. Splinter doesn't attack him or throw anything. There's he doesn't even make a noise. Like we the audience hear a wind noise. And mm-hmm. Shredder looks up and is like, it's it's the rat. <laughs> yep. I do like though that um this was a small detail, but after Shredder implies no states that that splinter is dead leonardo is the one who rushes headfirst out of anger yeah yeah and he's the one who gets knocked down i did want to mention really like that that i mean your your characterization of lisa flanagan was pretty pretty close to april o'neill 
It was a it was a yellow trench coat, not a beige one. <laughs> but other than that, pretty pretty close. Um, and I also thought it was funny that you said that Shredder and Splinter like were <laughs> brother rats with the same <laughs> owner. Um, because when you said that, I'm like, I know that's not right, but I, <laughs> I know that Splinter and Shredder have a shared backstory in some way, but I just can't remember exactly what the details are. I didn't and know the, they did. The details are that Splinter was the <laughs> pet rat of Master Yoshi and Master Yoshi and Shredder were rivals. And then Shredder and, and Splinter learned, Splinter learned nin- Ninja the art of the shadow from Master Yoshi before ingesting any secret ooze. Mm-hmm. It was just mimicking his movements in his cage, but they, which they say that line twice, which is why I know it. Yeah, huh? <laughs> he's just a really good rat. He's just a really good rat. He's just rat. a really cool rat. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of wild that you that you nailed that plot point. I mean, I you nail that plot point, but you 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 skirted around it. Yeah, I can't believe that Shredder's name comes from the fact that Master Splinter r- jumped onto his face and ma- gave him and shredded face, up his face face scars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's wild to me. You said this during the movie that uh, Shredder is a very good villain with a very bad backstory. Yeah. Because he's scary. He's scary. And the stuff that he does in this movie is legitimately, like, villainous. Like, he... It's like... It's like Hitler Youth stuff. Like, it's... You know... Your parents don't care about you. Nobody cares about you. The world doesn't care about you. I care about you. Fight for me. And it's, like... Yeah, it's, like... It's it's bad. It's really evil. (laughs) And... I don't know how I totally feel about the end of the movie because, like... Casey Jones is very dismissive. He's like, these people aren't your family. And it's like, well, I don't know, because they are all rejects that like all of that is true. And they did like find each other and they are with each other. And they're mm-hmm. like found family is family. But yeah, the circumstances but- by which they got together and Shredder himself as a leader and like saying, I'm your new I'm your new daddy. This man isn't your father. This man is not your family. He's using you. In fact, he's a toxic relationship. I I really like the dichotomy between the the turtles and uh, Splinter and Shredder and his family. And that I'm I'm not a fan of I'm not not a fan of the fact that they they said no to found family. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but I'm the other thing is like they really didn't have this. They did not handle anything with any grace yeah but but i do like the setup between um toxic family and actual family that you work towards yes uh which comes from the turtles like still sticking together even if they fight and and finding their father meanwhile shredder is just telling people what to do yeah like like we were mad because there was one kid who was kind of on the outskirts of the main cast of characters. And he, he's like, we start off the movie, we see him, he's a member of the Foot Clan. He's like one of the junior members. But then he's also, like, he knows April. His his mm-hmm. dad works with April. But his dad is like, is very dismissive of him and very like, oh, I don't, I don't understand this kid. I don't know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, the resolution of that arc is, you know, 
him realizing that his dad cares about him and being like, oh, I want to I want to be your son again. But my name's Dan now, not Danny. Which means like, what exactly? You grew up? And like when they meet up, his dad's like, I had the whole city looking for you. But and I said, he, no, you did When Danny wasn't on the screen, it was like his dad didn't know he existed. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think there's something... You know, if if this was a different movie or if it was made a little bit better, there there's a little bit something more to the fact that these kids do feel legitimately ostracized, and there's that's that's real. Yes, um, and I I want to believe that they they stuck together even after this. I'm a sucker for found family. Okay, yeah. So in the sequel, if they're not all together hanging out <laughs> at a at a at a like a a cool club spot. I'm going to be angry. It's also really weird. It's it's mixed messaging because Splinter is not the turtle's dad. Like we don't even know where the turtles came from. They were just in the sewer. I gave them more backstory than the movie <laughs> yeah, did. You did. <laughs> but like they they are a family because they all care about one another and they all have similar circumstances that that brought them together. Mhm. Um and the same thing can be said of at least the junior members of the of the Foot Clan. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted you to watch this movie with me because I think we should start calling our listeners the Foot Clan. Stop. <laughs> we were over here doing a good analysis of symbolism in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you decide to get rid of the name Footies. How dare you? Oh, you like footies now? No, but that's what we had. But that's what it is. You didn't even discuss it with me that you're like, no, right? I think we should switch it from footies to Foot Clan, which is named after a evil Japanese organization that has toxic (laughs) masculinity. How could I tell you that without spoiling that part of the movie? That's why I wanted to watch this movie. I just want to put it on the table, listener. You gotta let us know. Because we're, we're really at a loss here. Are we reclaiming Foot Clan from I, this Well, that's what I want to do. I want to reclaim Foot Clan. We can be the Foot Clan now. Oh! <laughs> oh, Kawabunga, am I right? Kawabunga, am I right? Woof! <laughs> Woof, am I right? Um, oh. I'm so sh- upset and shaken up by this. <laughs> I really wanted April to have a gun. Yeah, I kept expecting <laughs> somebody to pull out a gun at some point and not use it. They referenced the fact that Danny, the kid, was hiding in a closet, uh, and they the turtles opened the door, and Danny yelled, "Don't shoot!" And then Don't one of shoot. them said, "Don't think it's loaded," because none of it... them had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sword. <laughs> yeah, they had a sword. They're all melee weapons. I uh, yeah. I didn't realize they were all melee weapons when I was doing my weapon. Well, the size setup. can be thrown. They did do that and in the you, very first. You scene. said kunai, which is pretty close to size. Pretty close. Nobody had shurikens. <laughs> Nobody had shurikens. No one. And in, in um, the sequel, April's gonna have shurikens. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, uh, I think we're about done here. I need to know. Would you recommend watching this movie to somebody who hadn't seen it before? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, I had a good time I, watching it, and I am kind of considering asking you to watch the sequels with me, but I definitely don't want to cover this anymore on mock footage. Like, there, I, it's there's just not enough substance. Every week, we do 
a movie, and it's kind of like a recommendation. And most of the time, I enjoy the movie. I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. But, but would you tell somebody else to but watch it? But would I tell someone else to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, 1990? Uh, no. Okay. That's fair. I, I don't know. It it just feels... We had fun, but there's a lot of age jokes, and there's some problematic stuff in the movie. There is. And there's other stuff to go to. Like, it's not... It's fun because it's TMNT, but there's a lot of TMNT stuff, and it isn't on its own a particularly good movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope nobody yells at me about that, but it's it's true. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sure it was a very exciting movie when it came out after the animated series. People were probably hyped for it. Yeah, it's 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 good. Like it's 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 just like you know a lot of stuff like this. It's it's part of a whole. It's part of a a a grouping of entertainment media and if you like tmnt and you've played the games and you've you know watched the shows then you're gonna want to watch the movie too but i i don't think as a standalone movie it's definitely not anything super duper special yeah if you're a tmnt fan yeah you're gonna like this i had fun with it and i'm not even a fan yeah so tmnt has always been like Something that I've liked, but no, nothing I'd, not something I'd ever call myself a fan of. Okay. So, take take that answer with a grain of salt, I guess. My lovely Foot Clan <laughs> you, listener. Listen, can you um, like it's not good. I I take it back. I don't want to <laughs> use Foot Clan. Oh, then this is the part in the series where I doubled down on Foot Clan. Here I am doubling <laughs> down on Foot Clan after you backed off. Ah, Ray, thank you very much for watching this movie with me. Thank you, thank you, Joe, and thank you, listener, for coming along with us on this pizza journey. Pizza time. Uh, I got a, a, a few other thank yous to do. I would like to thank Chongo for the use of the song Hat of Serenity off of the album Hat Shop. You can find that on his band camp. I'd also like to thank Haley Rose for the introduction every week. Almost every week. There are a couple that aren't. Uh, and I <laughs> Find also- them. Go find them. They're secrets. Uh, and I'd also like to thank Ross Jerson for the creation of our lovely, lovely cover art. And finally, thank you so much to Lunar Light Studio for hosting the podcast. Yes. Thank you, Lunar Light Studio. And listener, you can find us on Twitter at Mock Footage, and you can let us know uh, what you think of Foot Clan, footies, like where we're, we're just take temperature, you know? If we got to check in a, every once in a while. If you have a suggestion, I'll take it. <laughs> Give us um, some suggestions, please. Just not mockers. You know, I find a lot of times that people think that mock mock footage, and I was worried about this when we decided on the name of the show. I find a lot of times that people think it's like because we're gonna like sneer and point and laugh at the movies and mock it, but that's not what it is. It's like a mock up. You know, like you're you're making a mock version of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nothing along those lines. All right, something good and wholesome, like wholesome. <laughs> Wholesome and, and foot related, preferably. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you I, can find us on Twitter at mock footage, and you can send emails to mockfootage at gmail.com. You can leave reviews. We're or not. Um, you can leave suggestions. You can leave suggestions of what movies you'd like us to cover. We're going to start getting into some of those after our next movie, which I'm excited for. Um, 
Um, and you can leave reviews for us. You can find us on iTunes, and you can well, you can find us a ton of places. But we're we're going to be looking for reviews on iTunes and feedback on Pinecast, uh, just to get a feel for what you all think of the show, and share the show with a friend, please. Uh, yeah, we're this is episode fifty-one now, so that's important. We're so old. We're so old. Oh God, my aching back. My bones are turning into dust inside me again. And when you tell your friend about this show, I want you to tell them also what our favorite line from this movie is. Um, Ray, can you hit me with it? Uh, What's a guy got to do to get food around here? (laughs) (laughs) What's a guy got to do to get some food around here? Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. And here's the one up mushroom. Oh, brilliant. That will pair perfectly with the Phoenix Downs. Ooh, don't don't forget the gamer tears. Ah, yes, of yes. course. Brilliant. Yes. 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 Oh. Oh, come in and sit down. Hello, weary traveler. You've come quite far. So let us tell you who we are. We are your best friends. Yes, all three. There's Ray and Joe and Terrence. That's me. We love video games and welcome you to our discussion of why we do. Minecraft, Halo, and Pokemon. Triple A, Indie, and Wizard 101. And while Overwatch is still close to our heart, It's time for new games to play a larger part. So enjoy the gab of We Friends 3 as we unravel game sorcery. Gaming New Horizons can be found on LunarLightStudio.com every other Friday. Mm, And don't forget to add the Mountain Dew Code Red. I drank it all. You didn't save any for our guests. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Ha ha ha.